What's up, everybody? We're back again with another edition of Beers on the Gridiron. I am your host, Con the Cat, with my co-host, as always, Tommy Timmates. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, yeah, that was great stuff right there. And we're also joined with our fellow guest, Matthew Sunday. Yes. Resident Cowboys fan. Making it a normal thing with Sunday coming by. Love, love to love yeah. to hear it and love stuff to, like that. Love, love to hear the insight. Yeah, love to get the extra spin on things and, you know, and have that third person here just to, you know. It's like our Joy Taylor. Yes. Yes. Which is a huge compliment. Huge compliment. Because Molly, Molly, Molly's, Molly's, Molly's fantastic. But Joy, Joy. Oh, that's true. Oh, Joy, Joy is just oh, Joy. she's just boss. But Joy actually knows her stuff. She does. Molly interjects all the time and yes, like, derails the conversation. You know who I don't like? The one, um, the middle uh, one, the middle woman on um, Undisputed. Jenny. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not a big fan of her. Oh well, Jenny's not there anymore. No, no, not Jenny. Well, Jenny was good. Yes. Yeah, because Joy was first. Yes, and Joy then was first. It was Jenny. And I forget who this one is. Yeah, but she's. she's I, I'm not a big fan of her. She's, maybe she's a growth of the role a little bit, stuff like that. Yeah, but she's been yeah, on there for and, a decent amount of time. This show's not about them. They, right. The other ones were just good at, like, me, like when you're a good like mediator, it shows because you go that extra mile. Yeah. When you're just doing your job, it's fine. Right. That's what she does. And so she does a fine job, but you don't bring anything to the table. Joy brought something to the table. All right. Yes. Like, I'd rather be Kevin Champion. Who? She was the original. I don't know who it is. Yeah, she, she, she was. Yeah. No, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, she was. Yeah, I don't remember. She was good. She was very good. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, either way, you're a good-looking babe. So yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Joy's the yeah. Yeah, she's good. All right. So anyway, moving on. Uh, so we're gonna do a little bit how we normally do, guys. We're gonna do Eagles, Cowboys, Giants review. But before that, let's get into a little bit around the league stuff. You know, a little uh, couple subjects going on here. And I want to start that off. Uh, yeah. With a new beer review, uh, getting back at it here. Uh, we are drinking Budweiser. Yes, <laughs> we are drinking Fiddlehead IPA um, from Fiddlehead Brewing Company. Uh, it's one of my favorites. Uh, is everyone? Oh, you okay? You all have one there. Six point two percent. Very light IPA. Not very hoppy at all. Uh, goes down really, really easy. I already have my number. I don't know if you guys have anything else to say. I do have my number too as well. Um, I was a big fan of this. I tried it for the first time. We went on vacation this year um, to Martha's Vineyard. And they had it on tap there actually. Big, it's, they're from Vermont, so they're big in the Northeast. So like uh, a lot of the skiing resorts, they always have fiddleheads on tap, which I'm yes. a big fan of. Every time I go up there, I get my fiddleheads on. Um, but, uh, but yeah. Keep my fiddleheads on. I like that one. Yeah. On, yeah, yeah. No, I had to acknowledge that. You know, you said it subtly, but I had to. I had to yeah, there, yeah. yeah um, I'm gonna go ahead and I'll give mine like a seven point three. Okay. Um, really enjoyed it. Um, one probably my favorite, my, my more favorite one IPAs that I like. Uh, to be honest with you, like it better on the tap. Um, yep. It's still good in the can, still enjoyable and stuff like that. But this is something I would definitely buy. So for me, it's one of those beers that fits the occasion. Like I like Fiddlehead. I always associate with snowball. So like mm. when I'm like coming down, I'm like kind of like, you know, burnt out, right. we're on going to the bar, have a fiddlehead like that, like that's the best taste for me. So it's better than like having like a can here. But for me, going with a seven, nine. Ooh, I'm, there you I'm go. Big, big fiddlehead guy. That's a good score for you. Nice and light. And you know, I, you know, I like hoppy, but this just so smooth goes right down. It's nice. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it. Nine guy, yeah. Yeah. Nice. 
Thunder, what about you? I'd say 75. Oh, oh okay. okay. Wow, wow. Excellent. That's like pretty, pretty. Oh, I, I, will, I will also say the beer last week was a lot better. Ooh, you like that? You like the Sierra Nevada? I like that one. Really? Yeah. Really? Okay. Okay. I disagree, but. I do, I do too. Because... But everyone's got everyone's got their own taste, so I respect that. Yeah, respect I think that. we gave it a low score, actually. I think we, we gave it a Sierra. You gave it a higher score than I did. Okay. Yeah. But I will say, though, it did grow on me. If you don't remember, as the night went on, I was like, you know what? This is... Yeah. It, once you get it going, it's a little bit better. And then there were like nine empty cans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It really wasn't. But uh, yeah, it was 10. Yeah, it was actually 10. But uh, all right, guys. So like, let's move on. Uh, we got like, uh, you know, a little bit, like I said, around league stuff. So you guys want to start with the uh, saga that never ends, uh, particularly? Yeah, let's but, get into it. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, visited the Cowboys yesterday and today. He was at the Suns Mavericks game uh, last night with uh, Micah Parsons and Trayvon Diggs. And the entire arena was chanting OBJ, wanting him to sign with uh, the Dallas Cowboys. And I'm sitting here and I'm wondering why it hasn't gotten done yet. So little reports came out today that uh, Odell had a physical with the uh, the Cowboys and it supposedly it didn't come back relatively well. He doesn't seem ready to actually play. And this goes to my sentiment, which we said a couple weeks ago. I don't think he should play this year. Yeah, I, it doesn't look like he can. I um, I'm with you on that. Like I don't see there being a point. And like, get, and we don't know what's going to happen at the end of the season. Like for example, the 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 three teams that are involved are the Giants, Bills, and Cowboys. Bills have it locked up. Cowboys have it locked up. Giants don't have it locked up. Um, and being honest, anything can happen. But. The Giants, I don't feel like are built for a long playoff run. So even if it was like that, Odell is going to, you know, he'll come back for the playoffs, still might not even see the field for the Giants anyway. Right. Um, the Cowboys and the Bills is a higher prob- probability, but I mean, you never know. Both of them could get cooked in the first round. They could. Um, so, like, anything could happen. I, I, and the, th- the thing that is what we do best is lose the first round. The, the thing is, this was always, to me, about, like, get it. Because it was well-known. Odell's like, I want to go. I want to. It's when he says long-term deal. Like, at least a deal where it's like, I want this going to the end of my. I want to stay at the end of my career, wherever I go. Yes. So well, he's, he's 30, always. 30, 31, something like that? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's like 30. Okay, 31. yeah. So you're pretty much, if you sign um, a multi-year deal, you're pretty much done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At that yeah. Point. And, Two ACLs. And if you still end up playing, you would just re-sign a one-year. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, that's cheap. But, uh, but, like, it was always, you know, this was kind of like not just for this year. And I think that works for all teams, except now. More Jerry, so for the Giants. Well, definitely more so for the Giants because they don't have anybody. Right. Um, the Bills, you know, they they can make it work. And the Cowboys' finances do come into play here, but also it's like, you know, the Cowboys still have a window. Uh, and I think, you know, as long as they have a window, they, they should go for it. But Jerry said, you know, that he made it very clear, not really subliminally, but he was like, this year is paramount. Like, yes. he... But uh, if I, I really do think, I think we all think like for the Giants getting the news that he can't play this year, but he'll be good to go next year. They're like, cool, we don't care. Yeah. Bills, cool, we don't care. Cowboys, I think it's that impacts if we're going to sign him or not. Yes. Which, more so, out of, you're right. More so out of the two other teams that are involved. Yeah. yeah. Which and there could the, be a dark horse. And I mean, the Chiefs? There could be, but I, he, he met with these three teams. And I, I think that the. 
these three teams are the three teams because they all make they all have their own storylines that they all make sense. Like, yeah. Um, and, uh, and and yeah, like I I just don't know. Like I don't know why. The, I mean, like, the Cowboys have a right to think like that. He could play this year, but, like... I don't know. Like, bank, like what were you kind of expecting? Like, I don't know. And honestly, at that point, is it the best for the Cowboys to have him play this year? Because they're talking about him not getting being ready until January. We were talking about this yeah. before we even started. Um, and then you have him roll out there, wild card weekend or divisional round, whatever it may be. And it's the first time he's on the field with the Cowboys, and you're going to mess up what they have going offensively. Because well, you, that, that's you know they're going to want to get him involved, right? It's not even just that. Like, I don't think that they really need him. Like, I don't think they do either. Yeah, I don't think any of these three like, teams need him. Except maybe, actually, you know, maybe the Giants. I think the like, Giants would. But you don't need him now. You need him in 2023. Yeah, but the deal know? would be done now. Right. Because, like, again, even with the Giants, they were like, the deal being signed, you would pay him pennies. To this be a, year, yeah, and you would the real money would be in the years that he plays. To be completely honest with you, I think the team that needs him the most and probably would have him the best acclimated right away would be the Chiefs, in my opinion. And that's because they don't have a clear number one receiver. You know, it's kind of like a spread the ball around. That's not working out. He's got the hamstring injury that's lingering right now again. He's probably not going to play. You know how it was with the Giants. Yeah, he made that whole having, thing. Like I've been having mouths to feed, though, yeah. is my kind of thing with them. They have so they don't have a number one, but they spread the ball around like crazy. And, like, I mean, too, like, look, Kelsey didn't have a target in the first half the other day. Look where that got them. Like Odell helped that. He does, but, like, they I, – I, I, I mean, I think, obviously – he would work on, on that team would be it'd be great but like I just the Chiefs I'm like I don't think that they need I don't know I look at the supporting cast too as well because you get a, a coach like Andy Reid who's like a genius at scripting up plays the enemy is like a season bet over there you got Nagy who's like on the staff as a quarterbacks coach too as well all guys that have experience like you know creating plays being oh, offensive fit. coordinators yeah, head fit. coaching experience like you he, just he fit perfectly he would I, I see I think the best fit for Odell the team has not been mentioned the Ravens yeah I like that no I don't think so because they're like ball, they're like desperately needed for a receiver I think that's expecting too much out of Odell that's true coming that's back from an ACL you're, injury you're bringing in that veteran Show the younger guys. Granted, Odell might not be the best example of that because he's more of a diva type receiver. Sure, but he brings a lot of experience. He's been in those big games before. Yeah, but I mean, and I mean, but here's the thing, though: is the players love like the Giants players, the receivers like Saquon like, to adore him. So like, I, their teammates like love him. Yeah, the, the media and the fans like. They'll be like, oh, the diva side. They'll see that and rah, rah, rah. Oh yeah, and, could, and you know maybe co- rub some coaches the wrong way. Right. But like the players love him. Like the, the other receivers have always loved him. Yes. Like you know. Right. So you want a hot take? Sure. Hot Throw take. it out there. I would rather than sign To off the street, the Cowboys, instead of taking Odo. That's 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 kind of. Yeah. He's fifty. He's only fifty. And he's in like. Peak shape right now, man. Have you seen him? Are you serious? Yes, I'm serious. That's like okay. saying you want Mike Tyson to fight Tyson Fury right now. Like, yeah. what, yeah. what, 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 what are we doing? <laughs> yeah, he's in great, he's in great shape. He's in great shape. He can still punch. 
he can't hang Want Jerry Rice to come back to yeah. You want Jerry Rice? <laughs> you, you look good. Are you, you being serious? Are you being serious? I would rather them for just a couple games. Wait, no, think about it for a second. That would be really. Yeah. Oh, I'd, I'd be okay with it. I'd be okay with it. But that shows how much I don't want the Cowboys to sign Odell that I'm willing to resort. That's fair. You can just say you can just say I don't want them to sign Odell. <laughs> like, you, not that they'll sign Odell. Don't lie to me. If that news broke that Odell was signed with the Cowboys, you would go wild. How? I I do I, not. I I like Odell. I can see him not like okay. having a reaction. I tried. I tried to get. Yeah. I tried to get. Yeah. The like, Tio stuff's like crazy. No yeah, I like no that that is the hottest of hot takes from you, and I appreciate it. I appreciate you. I don't eight. think the Cowboys need <laughs> to go Odell. Um, I think out of those three teams, I think the Giants need him the most because they have nobody, and he can be that guy where okay, he comes in, he's the guy, and then you draft some young receivers, and then eventually he sorts to like dissipates when these other guys come up and you can be like, oh, he's your one. Now he's your two. Now he's your three, year three, 33 years old, where he's, you know, he's a contributor, but he's not like yeah. a guy because, you know, he's older, blah, blah, blah. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just watching that Chiefs-Bengals game from this past weekend. And I'm thinking like, if they had a clear cut number one receiver, they'd probably end up winning that game. You know, that's yeah. how I feel. So well, I don't you know. Get, I, like, think, I think if Patty plays better, they win that game. But he probably think. plays better if he has a better That's supporting true. cast. That's you know what true, I mean? I guess. Like, you know, you're putting, you're hanging your season on like a wide receiving core of like Marquez, Valdez, Scantling. Yeah, but they've made it work thus far. Thus far, yeah. yeah like, but I mean, you know, every team has that like. I agree. I hate coming down to earth type of situation. You know. That's true. And that but could, I mean, it could be them. I don't think so, but like. Yeah. I don't know. That's so why I think the other thing that the Chiefs have going for them right now is Pacheco's running. Pacheco's running all the Hey, Rutgers. Rutgers guys. Yeah. They'll get theirs. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. They probably will, but I don't know. I just, I just have it in mind that I think that would be the best fit for Odell. Just because of like all like the coaching support and just having Patty as a quarterback, That's which fair. is. I mean, there'd be a lot of good fits for Odell. I, I'm really just focusing on the three teams. That he yeah, plays. but if you're focusing on 23, I think Giants are the better fit yeah. for him just because of how much. And there's a story there. Right. Because like, the Giants have, like, the hardest thing worked out right now. Like, they have all the coaching that they yeah. need, and that's just such a plus. And their roster is only going to get better from here on out. And they have their core positions. Like, yes, for, exactly. Like, you know, you can say what you want about quarterback, but – Left tackle, right tackle, edge rushers, like yes. defensive line. Yep. Like they're good. Right. Like and they can build. They have Xavier McKinney. Like they have. Then they have like you know some of the other players there. Like the rest of the stuff, I feel like is easier to like go get wide receivers. Easiest position to get. Correct. Correct. Interior linemen you can find throughout the draft that are good. And right. Solid. Sure um, running backs. You know whatever. I would say one. You know running backs are easy to find. Absolutely. Um, Linebackers, who even cares, right? Really, but uh, cornerbacks definitely a little bit more difficult to get like studs there. Yeah, but, but I mean, you can put your your that's where they can be one of your main focuses. Right, exactly. Yeah. I mean, you got a Dory over there yeah. already, like solidified in one position. Exactly. So you know, you just sign another one. Yeah. Maybe you get Bradbury back. You know, if you do that, I don't think he comes back. No, I don't think so either. But yeah. you know, he's sure played his way out of a contract out of Philly, but. You know, just throwing it out there. Yeah. You know. 
All right, move on to the next one. How about Baker Mayfield, guys? Getting cut by the uh, Panthers, which I thought was kind of strange. You might as well, well it, was, it was a mutual. He asked for he did okay, release, right. um, and yeah. they obliged him, which you know I think it's good on both parts. Like, yeah. it's good on Baker for realizing like this is this is the end of the road here. Mm-hmm. Like, just can you release? Me? Did work they're out. Like, they're like, yep, yeah, no problem. Um, and I mean, he had a market, so he was smart to do this, and he got picked up by a team that is without a starting quarterback right now. So. Like, Baker, from a business standpoint, is playing this game the smart way. You're still giving yourself opportunities. Absolutely. Like, whether we believe he's going to take advantage of the – well, you're taking advantage of the opportunities just by being – Just by what he's doing. Yeah, just by what he's doing. But, like, hey, you're keeping yourself in the league, keeping yourself with the job. Like, you're not yeah. falling out. Like, you're still bouncing He's around. going to be that guy we, flat, we, like, fast forward, like, six, eight years down the road, he's still in the league. Yeah. Like, Backing up somebody yeah, like or something Ryan like that, Patrick, like, like yeah. something like that. We're just wondering. We might have the same success if it's Patrick. I feel like no, no, but, probably uh, not. What's, no. what's his face? Gino could be a Gino. Gino. Yeah, could be a uh, probably. What am I thinking? Who has the, the best? Co- the, the 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 he became a coach. The Bears and usually the Eagles. Uh, McCown. 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 The which we call it the guy who stole the most money of the NFL in history. That's Chase Daniels. Chase Daniels. Yeah, yeah exactly. So it could be something like that, you know. You know, he's still, but I've always said that there are room, there is room in the league for those type of players. Right. Like, I am more comfortable with these guys that didn't pan out, but have valuable starting experience to be a backup than I do having backups that have never played before. Right. Like, that's what, like, I don't understand what everyone's like, oh, he's a bust. He's going to be out of the NFL. I'm like, he shouldn't be at, none no, of these guys should be out of the NFL be, because no. I'm like, you can still be a player, and we see it every year. Look we how think, many injuries there's been in quarterbacks. Right. There's going to be playing time where you, you still get a paycheck, you still get a t- chance to show yourself. Yeah. And I mean, everyone should be looking, everyone in that position should be looking at Geno Smith and being like, there's still hope. I know, but that's such a. It, it is. But, yeah. but, but, no, but no, if you're that yes, guy. Of course. Because you, if you don't have that belief in yourself, then you shouldn't be. In yes. Right. They right. clearly all still have that belief, or at least, you know. Have to want the paycheck? Do you guys think Baker Mayfield would be a starting quarterback in the NFL again? No, I don't. You mean like a like not like a spot, not like that, like where he's like traded number one, like a team's number one? No, I don't. Think so. I don't think so. But you think he's gonna like be okay accepting of that role? I think. Yes, yes. I, th- I think he might get older and grow as a person and just accept it. Yeah. And if he can help out in time. Well, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I think him doing this move shows that he's becoming okay with it. I think he, he's the type of guy that's still going to, like, fight. And he's going to say, like, I'm preparing. Like, I'm going to be the starter every week. Like, you know, what those guys say. Like, right. in training camp, like, I'm preparing to be the starter. Like, one of those guys. I think he'll be one of those guys. But, like... I think that he'll be like, hey, I'm in the league. I'll wait for my opportunity. I'll keep doing it. Like, See, like I this, just... this move tells me like the complete opposite. I think this move tells me like him asking for his release and getting it is me telling that telling me that he thinks he's still a number one. Because if he was okay with the backup role, he would have sat there in Carolina. He's on a one-year deal anyway. And he would have just sat there and been a backup quarterback the rest of the year. And yeah, but, wrote it to but, but what's going to happen in free agency? Like, cause now, cause he sees an opportunity here. He knows okay, that he blew, the opportunity. He, he blew right. the opportunity in Carolina. Like they were like, we legit have tried two other quarterbacks because we don't like it. Yeah. So I, I see an opportunity. Like, I think he's 
doing the right thing. Like, I think he as played against the Ravens player. okay. Regardless, like, I'm just saying, I think he's doing the right business move by seeing an opportunity, being like, hey, like, let's be real, like, not going to play anymore. Like, can you guys release yeah. me? And they're like, you guys are going to roll out with Sam Darnold and the rest then, of the year. Look, yeah. Rams snatched him up in a day. Like, see, I almost feel like you should do what Trubisky did like, sit behind, like, Josh Allen. Yeah, and he, but he might, he might as well do it. A clear number one quarterback. And he might end up doing that because, like, again, he's a free agent. Baker like, Mayfield, your next backup quarterback to the Philadelphia Eagles. It's happening. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nah, they're not because they're not, they got to extend this year. You know what I mean? But whatever. Like, you got to sign Baker, but, too, but, but I get it. Man. But fine. Like, yeah. I love no, I love Minshew. Don't get me wrong. I'm also just just making jokes, throwing it out there, and stuff like that. I just don't yeah. think you have to change the offense that much to compliment Baker in our offense. Yeah. So that's all I'm saying. But yeah, moving on. All right, so let's go into Jimmy G. Actually, initially on Sunday night, he was actually uh, reported that he was done for the year, and that was just a complete big blow to the uh, 49ers like Super Bowl chances and stuff. They have Purdy coming in. Mr. Irrelevant in the draft. Yeah. Last pick of the draft actually came in and actually played very well. I actually looked at that box score on the way home, and I was thinking Jimmy G got hurt in like the fourth, like third or fourth quarter or something like that. No, he got hurt early on. Yeah, and like they ended up, yeah, they ended up winning the game and stuff like that. Cause like, you know, I was in Philly this past week and so I didn't get a chance to watch it or anything. So I'm actually really impressed what Purdy came in and actually did. I mean, I know it wasn't like eye-popping stats or anything like that, but hey, you know what? You got the job done. You got the job done. Nick Bose is a beast. Yeah, that's know, that defense really. Yeah, to me, Go Ryan's going to be a head coach soon. Um, but yeah, so Jimmy G actually just got a diagnosis that he's actually might be back in seven or eight weeks, which, I mean, sure, that's kind of good news and stuff like that, but I still think that's missing significant I, I, time. I, I tell you what. Yeah. I don't think, like... I don't think he's going to play again. Yes. Yeah. That, that I doesn't don't, make, that I don't doesn't, see them winning. Yeah, that doesn't make me happy game. if I'm the Niners. You know? Yeah, I was that like, doesn't make I'm like, you might as well be done yeah, for the year. I'll, I'll just, I'm going to assume you're done for the year until like maybe you magically are able to appear when right. you're still alive. Exactly. Because, um, and even so, if you made it that far, you make the change? You just keep going? It, I mean, it really depends. Like, if you're winning games in spite of your quarterback you want, like, you okay. defense, I'll paint the like, picture for you. I'd still probably bring Jimmy G. NFC Championship game. Let's say the Niners somehow get there, right? And let's say the Eagles get the NFC it's Championship game. how they game. get there. You're going to have Jimmy G's first game being in Philadelphia in the NFC Championship game. Brock with Purdy. Like a just healed. Brock foot. Purdy would have to play out of his mind. And I'll tell you why them getting to the NFC Championship game might have nothing to do with Brock Purdy. Right. Because it's had nothing to do with Jimmy G over the past this is three also years they've gotten there. So, yeah. like, you I... You do eight passes in the Green Bay game. Yeah. Yeah. They won. Yeah, because most are just It has... Been, like, Brock Purdy would have to... They could win every game for the rest of the year. It all depends on how Brock Purdy plays. Yes. Which yeah. I, he might make them stay afloat, but if I'm Seattle, I'm seeing what's going on right there. Like, hey, I, this I, is I, a real I, opportunity. I, I, I have a feeling that Seattle is going win. I think you know what I did too. Even I thinking did. about it and stuff like that, everyone's talking about the Niners and like, you know just over the course of like the day, the different like talk shows and everything like that. But I'm like, well, the, Seah- the Seahawks only what a game behind them. They're a game behind. Yeah, I mean like and I, I, nobody I, I, mentions that. Nobody until, mentions I, that. And until Brock Purdy shows me which he's gonna have the opportunity to do it like i i think they're gonna collapse yeah i think so too sunday what are your thoughts i think from the financial aspect it would benefit garoppolo to just shut it down for the rest of the year. 
Fair. Free agency, you know you're going to be healthy next year. If you if they make it that far, playing in Philly, like you said, for the example, yeah. gets hurt again, he's done. Right. Yeah. Right. And so that's good for, yeah. for his pockets, just... Just shut it down. Yeah, and that actually might end up happening, I think. And like you, you start your initial argument saying you don't think he plays again, and I think I'm, I'm right there with you. Yeah. I think it's pretty from here on out, for better or for worse, and they're gonna have to rely on that defense as much as they can. Yep. And you know, that's not a bad situation to be in. You know, you have Purdy just game managing it the rest of the way, and you have D'Amico calling great games and stuff. This is D'Amico's audition as a head coach next season, yeah. in my opinion. Just saying. All right, so speaking about quarterbacks that should shut it down for money purposes, how about Lamar Jackson? We go into that, actually. Yeah. Getting an MCL injury. PCL. Um, PCL, yeah. I apologize. PCL injury. One to three weeks. One to three weeks. And then, well, I mean, Harbaugh was like day-to-day, and then he was like week-to-week. Week. It's going to be three. It's going to be closer to three weeks than it is one. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know why they would. You think he plays? Like the, the should, Or should he play? If he comes back, should yes, he play? yes, yes, he should. No, I, I don't believe. Really? So. Okay. I heard, I heard a lot of this conversation today. That's why I kind of wanted to like throw it out there. Well, why shouldn't he play? Same reason. Money reason. Yeah. Okay. That's I, fair. I, 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 and I, I, I agree with that, especially because paramount for these players to get their money. Him choosing not to play will show a lot to that Ravens organization. Is there? What have they shown him? Oh, no, 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 no. He's I, giving I, it right back. I, I know, and I'm, and I'm a Lamar fan, so like, I'm like, if you guys don't want him, give him up. Someone else will gladly take him, me included. But I think that's my bold prediction. I, 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 I but like, he, I'm sure. Well, actually, I don't, I don't really know what his thoughts are on like, like staying there, and you know. All that stuff. I mean, you saw him going at the fan and everything. He's probably um, he's probably licking his shots, being like, "Let's see how good you guys are without me." Yeah, well, that for sure. I mean, kind by the way, spoiler: Steelers outright this weekend. I'm a homely guy, so I, I don't I don't know about. All I'm that. going yeah, Steelers well, outright. Baltimore's defense. We'll we'll get to it, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Spoiler alert: outright Steelers this weekend. Just saying. I will not bet on Steelers this year. Just um. But I, I, uh, Steelers families. I, I don't, um, I don't know. Cause like, I mean, I, I do still think there's a competitive aspect to it where it's, oh, like, he is, I love, like, yeah, he is yeah, 110%. Like, that's what I'm saying. One of the like, better competitors. In that, the that's what I'm saying. And like, what I'm saying is, it's not always the smart thing. So the smart thing from him, business wise, health wise, would yeah, like you know, come down to like you know what, it's a contract year, it's best to do it. But sometimes like that competitiveness where it's like now nah, like I'm here to show that like I'm him and I can do this and I can. Obviously, a lot of times and a lot of times it doesn't work out where you, you might get bounced, whatever. But like you know, you, you, to give it that shot, like I think it goes a long way. He's gonna get paid regardless. He but is. It so, could have been. So, but at the same time, at the very least, tagged. Is it worth it for that few extra million each year, taking that chance with an organization to show? Probably not. They're not willing to. Probably not. And that's why it's like a, it's a it's a hard overhead thing. Like, and I'm not and I'm not saying either either way it's right. I'm saying what I think. Like he'll do. 
Um, I think he'll play too, but I wanted to yes. bring it out there. Like he shouldn't. Well, it's a fair, yeah, opinion. because there's it's literally I I can sit here and literally say two sides, and one is smarter than the other, and I think the other is going to happen. Yeah. Like, and I don't think the other is the wrong thing to do. I just think being you know smarter about it is probably the best way to go. But it'd be easier if Baltimore wasn't in a playoff position. You know what me? You know what probably means more to him in this situation. What does that say to your locker room if you don't, right? That's that's another and then, thing. What's that's going to speak to their locker rooms around the league? Yeah. You know? But with that being said, it could be a bigger picture thing where the Ravens choose not to play them because they're going to finally crack and offer them that big one. And, and Ravens that, are in the heart of the playoff yeah, right now. They're no not going to tell them no that no way they would. They know they need them, in my opinion. I see what you're saying, too. A Super Bowl lasts a lifetime. Yes. They're good at, like, I don't think Ravens, the Ravens are going to win the Super Bowl by any means. Like, I would have them probably last in the total pole. But they're still in the talk. And I you never know what could happen. I, I was going to say, they, they are at, because this is what, this is last in the total pole? Well, but no, I, I wouldn't say, I, I said I would have them close to last in the total in the AFC, and that beast of a conference. I, I, I'm not saying that they're like who's in the playoffs right now is the AFC. Okay, all the AFC East teams. I have it, but all right. So who do you have like that would beat the Ravens? Okay, so I'll just go over the list. So right now, the four conference winners are Bills, Chiefs, Ravens, Titans. Wild card is Bengals, Dolphins, Jets. Okay, and then Patriots, Chargers on the outside. Um, but like, I think that the Ravens on any given day can beat all of these teams. Do I have like, that doesn't mean I'm going to have them if they're going into Buffalo, to, but I have them favored or going in Kansas. No, but favorite, like, if but they, they can beat all of these teams on any given day. The Titans can't beat all these teams on any, any no. given day. The Jets can't beat all these teams on any given no. day. The Patriots can't beat these teams on any given Hell day. Hell no. Like, there's other teams that – the Ravens are a team. They have a stout defense that has gotten better as guys have gotten healthier. They got Marcus Williams back. They have, you know, Ty, Tyus Bowser back. Their defense has gotten a whole lot better. Um, they've allowed, what, like 19 points the last – or 13 points the last two weeks. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, so you have – so technically, like, I think that the Bengals are going to take that division. And you can so, – uh, yeah. And that's, so let's say they do, right? Yeah. So you have probably – like, the one seed's probably going to be the Chiefs, right? I think, right? Chiefs or Bills, yeah. Chiefs or Bills. Okay. So you have – probably the Dolphins will probably fall ahead of the Ravens, too. I think the Dolphins are going to rattle off a couple wins here. Um, and then you would have the Ravens going to – the Ravens are making the playoffs. The, Ra- the Ravens. No, the Ravens are going to make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm talking about like seeding. Like, I would. Cincinnati. Okay. They could be playing each other in the first. I'd pick Cincinnati. I could see them. Cincinnati's up, offensive line is like sixth right now. Yeah. Divisional. Oh yeah, absolutely. You have to. Yeah, you have to. And yeah, and I'm I'm saying like Cincinnati could win. They could be the favorites and everything. But like the Ravens have a team that they can win any given day, basically on the back of Lamar. I know Lamar has been kind of like. Shaky lately, but every court Josh Allen, every quarterback goes through. That's fair. Pat, Patty Mahomes, Mahomes hasn't looked good the last two games. I don't care what anyone says. No, he hasn't. He hasn't looked good, and I'm gonna have a little statement on that when we get to your birds. But uh, he like he's looked a little, he's looked a little shit. Like everyone has these little shaky stretches. 
when he's when Lamar is on top of that game, he is a certified game breaker that can win a game with his legs. Like he can change sure. a game on the flip. But I mean, it's like that's why I say Latinx to let, or one of the last teams on the totem pole in like the AFC. It's because like probably five out of the seven teams that make the playoffs in each conference. It's seven, seven, yeah, right? seven, yeah. seven. Okay, I'd probably have them losing to five of them. Okay, yeah, that's that's and, fair. And but I what, can see that. But what I, about I, the Bengals last year? What Colin are saying you could see fair. them winning against anyone. Would you would you be shocked? Would you be shocked if let's just say any matchup that they have? Would you be shocked if they won? Ravens Chiefs. No, shocked. That's what I'm saying. Just shocked. Like no. I don't want to be shocked. Yeah. So, like, I'm saying, if you if you have a chance, I could fight my argument a little bit and say, no, I wouldn't. I, I'm not. I mean, of course, I'd be shocked. Like, yeah. f the Ravens. Like, no, I, I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. I mean, they're a gritty team. You can you can They're pick the there. Chiefs to win. I would but pick like, the Chiefs, yeah. But like you wouldn't be like, well, but if they fall my favorite, yeah. I would be like, oh, Ravens, well, the Ravens. Ravens are a good team. Yeah, 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 like, the Ravens do yeah. a Raven yeah. things. Yeah. You know, that's that's what I would think. So. One of those, if it's a heavy one, is the Chiefs pick the Ravens cover. May not win, but yeah, that's fair. But. I just, I just think no, that, I just think that in this league and where certain teams are structured, if you have an opportunity to go for it, you got to go for it. Yeah, that, that's what I think. Okay, that's just from the Ravens standpoint. Okay, I'm curious at the little comment you had about my birds and taking a step back and not look good the last couple of weeks. No, oh no, I, I was saying I, that's. I, I think Jalen's my front runner right now. Oh, okay, okay, all right, fair enough. Okay, sorry. I, damn it, I didn't want you to spoil it. All right, that's all right. That's fine. That's my bad. All right, so let's move on to two other subjects before we get into the Eagles, Giants, and Cowboys. Um, John Robinson got fired today as the yeah. Titans general manager, and what a time after A.J. Brown torches them. You know? I, so uh, – And Oh, wait, hold on. I forgot, to, I forgot to say this too as well. Uh, there was a video circulating on Twitter, um, and the press box where the Titans sat actually. There was like a row of fans being like, thank you for A.J., just like chanting at like the uh, Titans brass yeah. and everything. And they're like, they probably left such a bad taste in their mouth. They're oh, like, yeah. you know what? I don't like what you're doing with this roster. I'm not saying it's solely on AJ, but it's other things like, um, which we'll call it the, the guard that they the drafted. Isaiah, it's not wind, it's no, something else. Oh my God, what the heck is it? Um, but anyway, there's, a, there's, like a, there's like a mess of moves that John has made over the last couple of years. Um, giving Bud Dupree a mega deal. Yeah, that was – like, Stuff yeah. like that. And, you know? and that and I could have – we both could have told you. And, or the three of us could have told you. And, Bud Dupree was good because of T.J. Watt on the other side. But, but, but here, Although but, Bud Dupree had a great game. But, but, but here, here's the thing, though, is they've also made it to the playoffs every year that he's been the GM. Right. And won – I think they won the division. His worst year was 9-7. Almost every year. Yeah. Um, his worst year? Were they the ones – His worst year as a GM with the Titans was 9-7. and seven. Oh, I thought he was in '97. I was like, "What are you talking about?" No, I don't care. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm pretty sure they won the division every year that he's been there too. Yeah, if that's, they, not, that's not saying much. Well, it's it's cold, still, I know, but it's still something. Like, yeah, 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 You yeah, still yeah. got to do it, and you still because here's the thing: you're still going up against all these other AFC powerhouses. This is too, true, but. There's other guys, Jeffrey Simmons, like you yep. know, and he draft like even like AJ Brown, like he still drafted AJ Brown. Sure did. Uh, but Jeffrey Simmons, um, Traylon you know, Burks is looking good. These Traylon last couple Burks weeks. is looking good. Yeah, Derek Henry, on. Derek Henry. Yeah. Um, uh, what's his face? Uh, uh, Malik. They fired. Fired the safety. Yeah, Kevin Byard. Yeah. yeah, I mean a bunch of guys like that, and they uh, who, uh, who was the cornerback last year? Um, the one that was hurt. Oh, um, Caleb Farley. Yeah, Caleb Farley. Yeah. Um, like him. Yeah, like yeah. him a lot too. And like, look, you draft him a leak, like, 
in the third round, like the guy that was, and we all agreed that there was no quarterbacks that we even had first round grades on really. No, but, but, like, I, but Malik, they were talking about, oh, he might go in the top 10. He got him in the third round. Yeah. Like, to be honest with you, I thought it was going to be a little run on quarterbacks in the first round at some point because yeah. that's usually what happens, you know, for some yeah, odd yeah, reason. I but I was they like, don't well, wanna, the, last I, year was the only year that it didn't happen, yeah, which is good. Yeah. And again, Malik, good, yeah. and Malik, you know, hasn't done anything. But I'm, no. I'm saying, like, hey, to take a chance on a guy that was, you know, has this potential, was potentially to be a top 10 pick to get in the third. Like, it's like, you know, Robinson isn't like a guy that, you know, I don't know. I don't think he's done a terrible job. Like yeah. Jeffrey Simmons, because again, Jeffrey Simmons, he took a chance on because he got hurt before the draft. He missed his whole first year, yeah. and he's one of the best defensive players in football. He right reminds now. me of a prime Fletcher Cox. He is a monster. He reminds me of a prime he is Fletcher a Cox monster. so much. Yeah. Oh so my much. god. And he's not Sean talk- Weaver. He's good. Yes. Like, and he's not talked about enough. And they need to make good free agent acquisitions here and there. Like Autry getting Autry. He's yeah. been a beast ever since he's been there. Um, Bud Dupree's a good player, but just overpaid. Yeah, but, and that happens. But, but know, there's that happens. And, and the thing is, and like Harold Landry, he unfortunately got right. hurt, but he's a he's a player. Like this is a gaps, little bit different with him. There's gaps, there's gaps in in years too, where it's like Oh, put all your chips in. Like they traded AJ Brown, they got another first round pick, and they're like, "Okay, you know what? We see that we can potentially still win um, the division this year yes. without having to like go crazy. Next year, let's you know, let's put more into this roster and see where we go." So, right. Um, I mean, look, there could be a, obviously he's not a perfect GM. Like he's made some moves um, that are questionable and. Just there could be other stuff like that. And that's, we don't but know. that's every like I'm glad you pointed that out. That's every GM. Every exactly. GM that's, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. It's like, just weird to get like to fire him at this point. In I time. don't get it. It's yeah. odd. It's, odd. it's there, very odd. There must have been something underlying there. Something there must have been something. I know, like um, who who, who reported it? Um, I forget the name now, but one of the reporters said that the uh, the owner wants more um, involvement. With roster oh, decisions God, and stuff, never and, good and that's why that, that kind of what like tied into the move too as well. And I was like, woof, like that. that yeah, I tell you what, yeah. that if I was a Titans fan, yikes, yes, I would not like that. Yes, whatsoever. See, if I was an owner, I'd give my input and stuff like that because I watch the game too as well, as much as anybody else in that front office, but. I cut the I, checks at the end of the day. Yeah. You make the decisions. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. I hire the guy to be smarter than me. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So. Also brought in Vrabel. Yes. Vrabel yeah. is one of my favorite coaches in the NFL. Love Vrabel. Um, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. Very odd. Very yes. odd to me. Oh, yes. Uh, speaking about odd, let's uh, transition to George Pickens, actually. Yeah. Um, complaining about not contributing towards the win. That the Steelers got because I think he ended the game with a catch for two yards. yards. Yes. Okay. So it was a very abysmal game for George Pickens. And sometimes that happens. You know, you might not be involved in an offensive uh, game plan or something like that. The ball might not go your way. Things happen on any given play and stuff like that. But to just complain about this, um, I guess, a padding of stat type of uh, complaint here is just very strange when you win a game, in my opinion. It, and I'm sure you guys will probably share that. A hundred percent. And like, I have a couple of things. One, this whole, I brought this up before and like, you know, it really started uh, in the NBA with the, the player empowerment era. And it started to, you know, waft into the NFL. And, you know, a lot of us that were, you know, pro player, like, you know, think that's good. But then it starts to get a little too ridiculous. Yes. Where it's like, come on. I mean, he is a, 
you are a rookie on a team that's developing a rookie quarterback uh, that does not have a great offensive roster outside of your skill positions. Um, and your offensive coordinator is horrendous, uh, is a joke. Um, but you have 31 catches on 61 targets for 512 yards and two touchdowns this year. Um, and, and also a rushing touchdown, but uh, they got to they got to prove that. I don't what? like the I don't like the fifty percent like flirting with the fifty percent. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, but but well, regardless, of I know. That, but but I'm but saying you're just developing. Sure. You have Mitch Trubisky, and you're developing. I'm nitpicking. I'm nitpicking. Yeah, but you're developing. Your, it, it, my my point is like, it's not like you're for a rookie. Like, so let's just say what there's what were twelve games this season. Uh, yeah, well, twelve yes, games this yeah, season. 12. So five more games left. Let's just say he ends with a stat line of 56 catches. Um, you know, that might be – let's just say 50 catches, uh, eight, eight, 800 yards, four touchdowns. That is a successful rookie season to me. Yeah. Just I, 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 for, on a team yeah. that you have, regardless of how I feel, Deontay Johnson, Pat Fryer move. You got um, Mitch Trubisky yeah. throwing the ball to you, and, 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 and a developing rookie yeah. quarterback. You got Kenny like, Gloves throwing it. Like, you know how I mean? are you complaining about? Like, right. be like, oh uh, yeah, like I, that's a successful rookie year. I like, guess, when, I mean, especially I, when you're not the guy, right. like number one guy right away. Yeah, like you're gonna get there, dude. Yeah, you won the game. Like, relax. absolutely, that's up there with Garrett Wilson. That's up there with Olave and stuff like that. And, you know, it's, and it's every good. every 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 wide receiver across the league. Number one wide receivers will have. I'm not going to say a game where it's one catch or two yards, but they'll have dud games. So Absolutely. Just, sometimes you know game plan or just didn't work right. out. AJ, AJ's corner, had a couple this year. Shut we down Devontae Smith, yeah. Dallas Goddard game. I think it's there's, just like there's even been games earlier this year where Pickens hasn't caught a ball when you've ever said that. Yeah. But now, yeah. Why now? Suddenly does. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. It's a very weird timing. It's always a weird timing when a receiver complains about this and you win the game. I and feel like. I feel like a little part of it might go back to him in college playing for Georgia, how successful they've been. I feel like Georgia could put up a really good fight against the Steelers. Do you think so? Completely honest with you. Yeah. They could put a good and fight to, against Denver. I'll, well, I'll, tell, you, I'll tell you. Oh, Denver to, will win. Yeah. I go, think they win. To go from that to where he is now over the course it's, of – There is something to be games, said. There is something to be said to be coming from a team like Alabama and Georgia where – you're the guy on the team yes. to going from like, oh, I'm a third option on a bad team um, with, you know, I'm not even going to say Kenny Pickett. He's Kenny Pickett is developing he's, at a, a decent pace. I'm very happy with how he's yeah, 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 I would weeks. be happy as a Steelers fan with what I've seen from Kenny Pickett. Me too. Me too. Um, so it's just ridiculous. It's strange. I mean, I, and the Steelers are having a down year. Like, they're not going to make the playoffs. Nobody expected reason. them to. Nobody expected them to. And just – and especially when T.J. Watt went down early in the year, you just knew it was downhill from there. So just, just to complain about this, 12 games in, as you mentioned before, too, as well, it's just it's just so strange. So strange. It's, it, it as a rookie. It definitely – before with the Garrett Wilson thing mm-hmm. coming out and, like, you know. It definitely is a maturity thing. And you know what? Like, he – like, got, you're allowed to be – a little immature as a rookie coming into the league and do something that you learn from. Like it's on him to be like, you know what? I was frustrated. I wasn't getting the ball. I really thought I could help the team win more. 
Um, it's a team effort. Like it's my bad. Like I, I just want the team to win. Like I'm, I'm going to focus on doing my best. Get my well, my numbers called. Like making yeah. the best out of that. Like you know, what you I'm, can learn from. You know what I'm curious about? What uh, Tomlin's going to do? Because... And the other thing that he like he said too. He's like, oh, like we don't take like like that's in house. Like we're worried about it in house. Like we don't listen to any of that outside bullcrap. Like. It happened in house and right. it's outside because it came you, out there. You like, made it outside. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was like, like, what, yes. what do you, what do you mean? And Tomlin probably had. I could guarantee you, Tomlin probably had that conversation as soon as he saw that. He's like, listen, like, you come to me, or like, you come to like uh, Canada, the offensive coordinator, or something like that too, as well. Um, you talk he to needs us to go. He does need to go because he that, is. Bad. Yeah, that offensive. Uh, you know, that, I don't know. Maybe it's just the moving pieces constantly, you know, all the time and stuff like that. That might have something to do with it. I don't know. But either way, he's been really bad. Yeah. And so going back to what you said, and I think we touched on it last week with Garrett Wilson. Yes. Just like Connor said before, these young players coming from these big schools where they're the guy. Yeah. And they're not they, – they feel like they could do so much more, which is kind of a good thing. Sure. But – they gotta you gotta know not to. You, you gotta acclimate. Yeah, you gotta acclimate. Regardless yeah. of how the, the stat line you're putting up or what you're doing at the NFL level, it's still the NFL. You still gotta earn yeah. your stripes. And and, and again, like I, I like these type of things, like they happen. And I don't write a player. All like I'm not like, you know, I'm not gonna say five years from now, like if nothing else happens, like well, there was that one time when he was a rookie, like he's immature. I'm like like no, like he can mature. He's a young kid. Like he like these guys can mature and be like, yeah, man, like. I was a rookie and like I said some dumb crap and you know I just didn't know at the time and I was frustrated and blah 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 you're a young kid whatever but like take this and learn from it and don't let it happen again right especially in a Pittsburgh uniform where you've seen where this road can go yes like exactly don't go down that road exactly yeah. and Tomlin will have no problem burying you like he either yeah, yeah he, he doesn't, doesn't care he doesn't care yeah. at all because Tomlin's gonna be there for as long as he wants sure yeah in my opinion so anyway all right guys uh that's a little bit around the league stuff uh so you guys want to jump into some uh Giants Cowboys and Eagles talk yeah all right good way you guys want to go with first you guys want to go with the shellacking let's get it of the, of the Colts okay let's we'll go with that first all right let's uh let's take a break for a second and then we'll get into that all right Sunday take it through we're going to go with the Cowboys shellacking of the Colts. So just like with the Giants game, at halftime was not feeling all right. Yeah. I was, I was hammering the Colts backdoor cover. I think I did too. And yeah. that that fourth quarter, what, what can you say about that fourth quarter? Defense. Everything was working. Defense. That fourth quarter. Yeah, defense just took it over. I think the turning point was the Malik Hooker return no before that jeff saturday not challenging that interception oh yes okay i, I don't think there probably was a pick looking at it but throw it any like throw it through because that's you you had you just scored a touchdown you missed a two-pointer throw the fuck your muffs throw the fucking flag and maybe you get like something going in your way yeah, that it's they, possible. exactly because there's no get, reason not to exactly and then you get a penalty for unnecessary roughness like downfield and stuff like that for franklin which by the way, I like him. He came into his role when Darius Leonard actually, or Shaq Leonard, I should say, um, you know, was gone for the year, and he was forced into a starting role. And he's gotten better as the season has gone on and stuff like that. But he takes too many bad penalties, and I don't like to see that and stuff like that. But Sunday, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Overall, you know, didn't start off how I wanted, but 
Finished. They got the they got yeah. the job done, and they put thirty three points it. in the fourth quarter. Yeah, just, I stopped watching when they got the thirty three. I was like, okay, well, I mean, you know, it's just gonna be like. They got to the point. I was texting Tom what was going on, and he's just like, dude, I don't care. Yeah, like, like, you guys won the game. Like, yeah, so. like I, I just, yeah, that's great. I, I can't, I can't, couldn't anymore. I couldn't. Matt do Ryan. And then I watched oh, it on replay. Dude, like, okay, Matt Ryan, you've had a good career. Um, I never really liked you, but. It's time. Yeah. Just hang him up, dude. Just please, just hang him up. Because watching him play football hurts my head. Colts, please draft a quarterback. Like I, what? I think they even be able to. Because like Straight they up if you have to. Yeah, I guess like, so. Yeah, they're I guess four. So. I mean, they're four and eight. Yeah. Like they're not. Like I mean, just real quickly here. I feel like they're close to the top. Yeah, team. like there's not a lot of teams that like there's the Texans that are one, the Colts. They are, might lose to the Texans. One, two, three, four, five, six. No, seven, they might. Eight, they the might. Colts are right now they're play, they're ninth, but that's mainly because they have a tie. They would be tied for uh for fifth without that tie. So they can so they and they can so they can jump. And then they're only one game essentially behind the Bears. Who do they trade up for? Well, they trade up with. You know, they all need quarterbacks that are up there. The Bears don't. No, I don't know don't. if the Rams do it. Uh, no. Broncos aren't doing well, it. Well, the Rams that's a, that's a Lions pick. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Um, but uh, okay, so you got the Texans. Yeah, but I'm also seeing like their guys like the. Saying that lines might do Will Anderson, like can you pair him like, up with that's Hutchinson? What, that's what I'm saying. Like, because like, oh, maybe we wait, hold off. I don't know. But regardless, but like every other team. So you got the Saints. Okay, they could probably do it. Eagles, uh, Jaguars aren't. You're, you're right. Exactly. The Eagles. Okay, so perfect. I think perfect. So, so yeah, I think there's no other team besides the Panthers on here that are going to go quarterback that are ahead of them currently and will probably not. The, the, well, the Colts will probably jump at Texans. No, I'm, I'm saying no. I'm saying like the Texans are the obvious one. The Colts might end up in the top five as it stands. They might, and there might only be one other team that's going quarterback ahead of them. Right. The but, I don't know. I'm just I, I kind of wanted you. I kind of wanted to ask that because I knew you'd say the Eagles and stuff like that. But if Jalen Carter is on the board, I think the Eagles are going Jalen Carter. Pairing up with Jordan Davis. Uh huh. Oh boy! That way that. you have that rookie, those two rookie contracts to allocate towards the center of that line for years to come, and then you could spend all that big money on like freaking outside pass rushing. I would hate. And how he loves that. his D lineman, he doesn't give a shit. If they had Jalen Carter and Jordan Davis uh-huh. lined up together, yeah, uh-huh. and they've been lined up together, that would be just horrifying. I think I two mammoth human beings. That will just little birdie like, told me that that's what the Eagles are really uh, looking for. Well, I, so. I I told you last year on that in, in, insane Georgia team, Jalen Carter was the best defensive player with all of those guys on that team. You did. Um, so yeah, like and if the Saints yeah. continue to suck and like that pick stays where it is, originally I thought the Eagles might trade back or something like that because it collect more assets. But if Jalen Carter's on the board, you can't pass it up. Which I think if if they're fourth. But why couldn't you, in theory, trade that pick back and just trade back up if you're loaded with more assets? To too, too much of a risk. 
but it, risk. But you take feasible, your guy if he's there. It's feasible. Yeah. It's feasible though. Nah, it is. You're right. But like, you know, if I think you want to load up even more. You trade back. Now, I agree. Now, but now, you're, now you're just trying to outsmart yourself. Yeah, yeah. Point, you know? You're doing too much. You got your guy on the board, especially where you are. You, the Eos are the luckiest team in the world to be where they are and to have a potential top five pick. Yes. Don't try to overthink it. Worry like, about that when guy. like. You have your 31st pick of the draft, or like now that they have 31st, they could have like, you know, anywhere between like what, 20 and like 31, something like yeah. that, whatever it may be. Um, you worry about trading that pick. Yeah. Because that's going to be like, the, of course, the last pick of the first round as it stands right now. And people are going to want that fifth year option on a top end type of player because, you know, you still get really good talent at the end of the first, second, and even third round, in my opinion. Um, so you can collect assets in that aspect. Okay. You know? But you take your top yeah, tier talent. Yeah. Can't miss talent yeah. in the top ten. Which Jalen Carter is. is can't miss talent. Uh, Will Anderson, I know they also are really yeah. well high on like the rest of the league is. Um, so I think they're going to come out of the draft with uh, as it stands today. Hopefully, either one of those two guys. But yeah, I mean, I think the Colts will definitely be in position to draft a quarterback. I think they trade for another one. I would. That mm. would sicken me. You gotta wait for it to become. You gotta wait till you gotta wait till they're over thirty six years old. <laughs> and Carson was twenty eight, coming off multiple injuries and not playing well. But yeah, uh, and he stinks. Yeah, that's he's also backing up Taylor Heineke right now. Yeah, the, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know. Are, um, but I don't. I don't. Well, draft actually, a quarterback. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna be honest with you. That team's not very good. No, just draft like, a quarterback. Like what do they have, you know? I don't know. Yeah. Draft a quarterback. Pittman, and, he's okay. Yeah, he's good. No, he's Pittman good. I think he's okay. Pittman is good. He has a shit fucking quarterback and a yes. shit fucking yeah. – Apologies. Yeah, two curses in one sentence. Yeah. I got to go back and edit it. That's, that's <laughs> four, actually. Yeah, yeah. But, um, no, Pittman's, Pittman is actually really good. He has a I, very bad quarterback. Yeah, all right. He might be really good, but I just think he's all right. You know, right. yeah, that's just my opinion. So back to the boys. Tony oh P. yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Tony P. Great touchdown run. Oh, Tony P's been unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. I love Tony P, man. The, the first touchdown she by Steve Lamb. Yeah. yeah. Extremely acrobatic to stay up like that mm-hmm. and like and keep going after the Colts gave up on the play. Yep. Um, There's a lot of that in the fourth. <laughs> Malik Davis, happy he got one. Uh huh. Cap it off. Malik Hooker, even more happy for him. Very underrated safety in my eyes. Yes, me and Connor talked about it. He was a first-round pick. Yep. Along with the Colts. Yep. But injuries, he had a good year, he had a bad year, um, but talent was there. With great, him. great revenge game regardless. He wanted yes. to see it. You know he would. Overall, he circled this one. Overall, I – Do you have any negatives? Uh, the negatives is just that it took that long to put him away. That we let him yeah. fight until 20 seconds in the fair quarter. Yeah, I guess. It's Dak? Dak, I mean, he played okay. He played, he played all right. Three, touchdown. three touchdowns? Okay. Like, right. not mind blowing stats, but he did what we asked him to do. Okay. And yeah. the defense showed out, which is what we've been rolling. They've been doing that all season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been doing that all season. Can't ask for anything else. Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. No, I, I mean, I, I'm just, I'm, you know, we're what are your, what are your, what are your thoughts? That, like, I think Dak looked okay. Yeah. 
Um, he does a lot of check down and slants and yeah. like not he's a, really. He's always like really done. I mean, he's opened it up more. I don't pay you forty million dollars a year to do that. You know what I mean? I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Because yeah, the, the problem is forty million dollars. The problem is, is you've seen him, you've seen him open it up more and have success, right? But he chooses to check down a lot more. Where you're like, when it works out, and you're like, okay, but like, he misses some, like, like really does, really bad throws. Like the pick that I think Saturday should have challenged was just not even close. Just like him and CD, like. Like they, they have like good connections here and there, but like sometimes it's just like no, their chemistry is not good. Yeah, it's, yeah. For the just, most part, it's, it's not. not but like, good. Like I mean, CD doesn't make the plays without Dak throwing on the ball, right? You mentioned that before. CD mm-hmm. had a great play and all that kind of stuff, and he does have great plays where we can. Be well, they get away with it because CD is a really good receiver and Dak is a really good quarterback. So yeah, they get oh, away no, with the bad chemistry. Well, I mean, here I, I'm, I'm not like, bashing Dak or anything yeah. like that. I just expect better of him at this point yeah. in his career I because agree. I think Dak is up there with the top, like you know, quarterback talent in the league. I I really do. We're I, both I, fans of Dak. Yes, I'm a big fan of Dak. I, I I like him. I think he's he seems like a really good freaking person. Yeah. Um, and he's he, I think he's a smart quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. That's my opinion on it. All right. Uh, so that's that's it. We're gonna put the Cowboys game the rest. That's All it. right. Say. Awesome, Connie. Want to go into the Giants? Yeah. Uh, Commanders. Yeah. Uh, debacle. Yeah. <laughs> I'll talk about it real quick. The first thing to point out was it was pretty crazy because as we were watching the game, I mentioned Ty pretty early on. And I was like, I was like, what if they tie? And I was like, well, it'd be worse for the commanders than it would be the Giants, um, technically speaking. But I was like, how would I feel? And I was like, I've never dealt with a tie in my lifetime, always from my memory. I've never dealt with a tie. So I'm like, like, let me let me look what the last time there was a tie. And it was against Washington. It was the Giants versus Washington, 1997. Ah. Uh, I believe the score was 22. I believe, yeah, it, they both ended up being seven. Uh, uh, Washington was seven five and one. And I think the Giants were seven four and one. Wow, really um, so weird. That's same, like similar. Wow, same record. It was like the Lincoln. Uh, that is JFK the same record, thing. isn't it? Yeah. Wow. Same Holy record. Shit, That's crazy. I believe the score might have been the same too. But That's weird. Seven seven. Okay, seven seven. Okay, okay. Twenty twenty. Yeah, um, it's back in those defensive but, times. But, but still, but still, like, uh, <laughs> ooh, like weird. Um, but uh, Ooh, yeah, so this game, um, there was a lot to dissect. I'll try to dissect quickly. Um, first, take, take your time because I have like a whole bunch of cliff notes and stuff like yeah, that. The Eagles I'll, game I'll, and everything. I'll, I'll run through it like real quick. So, like, first drive, we're starting off well. Daniel Jones runs up the field, fumbles it. Um, uh, Washington gets it, uh, at, you know, in Giants to around midfield. They get a quick field goal. That's a three-point swing right there, and Washington essentially gets the opening drive and the ball back at halftime, so that's not a good look. Then Washington, Terry McCorn touchdown, 10-0 Washington in the first quarter, just not looking good, not happy. Second quarter, Giants come back, get some big stops on defense, get a field goal, then uh, march down the field again, Saquon Barkley touchdown, 10-10. Washington gets a field goal, 13-10. Then the Giants have a drive with uh, over two minutes left. And I was saying at the time, like, the way that they're calling the plays, they have no intention of trying to score a touchdown here to take the lead. I'm like, like, they are playing like they just want to set themselves up for a field goal with no time left on the clock. And that's exactly what happened. 
Yeah. They did that, and Graham Gano kicks a 27-yard field goal to tie at uh, end of the half, where I was just like, I don't know what is going on with this conservative play calling because, you know, I get – like because I said this multiple times, said it on Twitter, I said it to you guys. I get from Kafka's uh, stance where, you know, you don't have the personnel you want – you might, you might see some things that you don't like that forbids you from running certain plays, but who cares? You're playing with house money. It isn't all about this year. You need to, like, just open it up. Fire, fire downfield. Be creative. Be dangerous. Be risky. If it doesn't work, I mean, sure, there's – I mean, who cares about the – they don't care about the fans, but, like, there's going to be fans that are like, what the – but, like, for me, from someone who's a pretty, like – level-headed in terms of what I want to see, not level-headed by any stretch. Of the you know what you have, right? Yeah, like yeah. I know what to expect where I'm like, like go for it. And if it doesn't work, I'm happy that you are like trying things. And they just were playing uber conservative. I was like, this is going to come back to bite them. Thinking more so it would be a loss. But the Giants' defense, it was the two different units. Their front unit was a wrecking ball. Aziz Ojulari and Kayvon Thibodeau, Dexter Lawrence and Leonard Williams were a just – they were monsters. Aziz, seven pressures, a sack, a strip sack, and a fumble recovery. He was all over the place. Kayvon, I love to see him back, yeah. Oh, and when they're – because this is the first game where they're all together. They haven't all been together. Yes. When Aziz was back for like one game, Leonard Williams was out. Um and then he's missed pretty much all the other games. You know, Kayvon missed a few games too. But that front four, um, and, you know, even the other guys, Justin Ellis, like some of the other defensive linemen, like they played really well too. But that is going to be a wrecking crew for years to come. And I was really happy about that. So really quick, before we get too far ahead. I got something to say too, so I'll go after you. So you were talking about them taking those chances downfield. Yeah. So it worked. Early in the game Ex- to Slayton. Exactly. But it didn't work. Because he, he, he dropped because he dropped it. So and he, and what were your thoughts on that? With my, saying my, want, my thoughts are you still got to do it. You, you want to see him do it, but in that so big of a that, moment, it doesn't work So out. that does not, like, I, I do not stop calling that play because nope. he's wide open. Yep. He's got to catch that ball, and he's got a fifteen, a, a damn near sixteen percent drop rate, which is, I believe, the worst or at least second worst in the NFL. Yeah, he's not good. We that. know what he does. Like he does that. He'll he'll catch up. He's like Valdez Scanling, worse than that, but like he'll catch up. He'll catch a ball and he'll drop a big ball. Like it's just what he does. But you cannot not go for it because of that. Because of course, fifty percent of the time you'll catch it, and you need. You need that play. That if he catches that ball, game that's over. Game over. Game over. Yeah. So you need to do it. Like I that's, love why, play. And that's why the mindset might be a little different because I, it could be game over if he gets that. What? But what do you the, mean? The, the second they're in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Like the yeah, yeah. Right. But, but what? What do you mean? Where's the mindset? Like with, with you saying that you want to see him take these shots and everything. Yeah. And it's not like they're not taking the shots. They only they're, took they're three. Few, they're few and far between. Yes, that, but, but that's the problem. But they're still taking the shots when they can. Few, but few and far in between. They it should is. be taking more shots. But, yeah, and they. Don't. And I'm not just talking about like deep throws like that. I'm talking about like you know play action like 20, 15, 20 yards. Like they okay. were uber conservative right, right. with 
you know, a lot of their play calls, a lot of them are, you know, tight end screens, which are successful, but like you only run so many of those. We saw Kafka ran the same uh, run play twice in a row where I was like, what are you doing? And Saquon couldn't get anything going. Um, but like, he ran the Commanders same. have a great front. Yeah. And, yeah. and the, and they beasted the Giants interior. Oh, the Giants yeah. interior has not been good. Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne, um, they're, they're just beasts. Yeah, absolutely. But like, he ran the exact same run play two times in a row, and they both failed. Where I was like, "What are we doing?" Yeah, but like, um, I'm gonna just go back to that Slayton job. Yeah. By the way, I agree with you. You don't stop calling that play. You can't call it again. And maybe I might be wrong, but I think the Giants' wide receiving core, I think they're pretty much interchangeable at this point. So do what you gotta do. Go to Slayton again, or just put somebody else in. His go spot. to Hodgins. Hodgins yeah. has been awesome for Richie us. James. Hodgins. Go to him. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. Go to anyone. But yeah. like. Hodgins, uh, that was one guy I want to single out. Got his first career touchdown uh, this this game. Yeah, he, he has been. been I think anybody could line up in the X Y Z. Should have been the second. Yeah, should have been the second. I think anybody on the Giants wide receiving court could line up in X Y Z. To be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. So like, I think that you could just like do lose whoever. Yeah, do whoever there. If Slayton has a bad like drop rate, that could really stall a drive and make you. Yeah. You know, it shouldn't affect the, the play call. It right. shouldn't affect it shouldn't the play call because That's like at the end of the day, everyone knows like there's no one like. Because like, like, oh, why did we go downfield with Slayton? Like, no, you should have caught the ball. Like, okay. everyone agrees that you should okay, have caught for, the ball. Okay, and like, and like, we should have gone that with Slayton because people do say that. You're right, but like, what's the better option? Exactly. Yeah, I know. No, I. Agree. Kenny Galladay's not playing. The, the, I, I. Not like he's nobody. Anybody, nobody. But. I mean, nobody should. But like, I have the only takeaway from that play was you got to catch that ball. Mm-hmm. That's it. There's no. Yes. Uh, maybe they shouldn't have thrown it. Uh, maybe they should have like. Designed it for another receiver. And you Fair just. Enough. Yes. Of course. You Goes without saying. We're not even. T- well, this is the obvious. We're not even talking about this. Exactly. Catch, exactly. Right? So, exactly. Yes. Make the um, catch. That's it. So that was a real backbreaker. The, even before that, though. And this is what I want to get into here. Um, the drive where we got the ball back on the 50-yard line, which also should have iced the game. First play. Slayton. 12-yard gain. First down. We're on, like, the. 39 yard line and John Feliciano runs over and flexes and he oh fl- and, my god and he flexed at Darius Slayton however I don't care like that that was the whole thing is like so let me preface this by saying I think the taunting penalties are stupid you only have John Merritt to thanks for it but I think they're ridiculous yeah. I think all the players should be able to do that they should be able to talk shit all that and not be flagged for it. However, you know that they are looking for that stuff. And he said, I did it like I did it to Slayton. Doesn't I matter. Did, it doesn't matter. Don't. I don't do it don't at do all. It. Why, why do it? Yeah. You ran, you ran over where there was a line of Washington players just to like, oh, excuse me, excuse me. Yeah. Don't you're first off, but we know stinks. what you were trying to do. And, and you know, Feliciano, know. you stink. Okay, yeah. I, he's this big talker and like big, like oh yeah, like he said, I have to get overplayed. To him. Like you stink. Be better. Okay, yes. first off, and then you do that where that again that iced the game before the Slayton drop because Slayton could have been kind of like the hero yeah. with that play, and then oh, a fifteen yard penalty. Yeah. Don't get it punted. Don't get anything done. So. That because you could have ran the clock down, scored some points, boom. Dable pretty much probably he was livid. He was livid. He was livid as he should be. Yes. And so the Giants did little things like that. Um, 
they were really missing Adoree Jackson and Xavier McKinney this game because Terry McLaurin just and you know others, but Terry McLaurin ran all over them. Uh, their their D backs like Zion, they're all replacement level D backs that just couldn't. Guard. Xavier McKinney's back next week, right? I don't know if he's no. He's getting close. No. They're both getting closer, but I don't think they'll either of them will be back next week. I thought he was like. Um... I thought it was like four games was the Eagles game he'd be back by. The hope is that they'll both be back by the Commanders, but I'm not sure if they will. Okay, but um, that's like a do or die. So that's but a, they they were both very much missed in this game because oh, I can't wait for that Sunday even, game. Even the the fourth and four where that was the game right there too. Giants pressured Heineke. Heineke on the run back foot throws it and like you got two guys back. And still completes it to Curtis Samuel. I'm like, how do you let that happen? And it was just like, I mean, if you have a point, maybe Taylor Heineke. That's just, stop. Good point. Come on, stop. It's a good point. Stop. I want to sign Torello. And it's, it's you know, a good point. That's, uh, that's just um, but and then <laughs> the, then the thing is though, like even in overtime, uh, the Giants just look to be playing for the tie. I said that uh, multiple times. I'm like. You know what, like, because I, I brought up, like, kind of half-joking, like, well, you know, if a tie happens, it's kind of worse for the Commanders than it is the Giants. But <laughs> I, like, I, brought, I, brought, well, I mean, I just, like, <laughs> no, I'm no, just I know. saying You're stuff. You're bullshit. You're yeah, bullshit. Yeah, yeah, but, like, the Washington was, like, go, like, you know, we're, we're trying to win. Giants are, like, it looks like they're just, like, trying to keep possession away from Washington versus score. Um, and then, you know, they both flail on the first, uh, on their drives. Giants come back. Um, big missed offsides on the last play of the game, by the way, by the referees, which is kind of funny because they called offsides on Dexter Lawrence last year. But um, when the Giants completed the pass to Richie James, it's funny how they do run, that, right? run up, yeah. run up to snap, uh, clock the ball. Uh, Washington player was just pretty much on top of the Giants lined up, and they snapped it. And there's no offsides; would have been an extra five yards, would have been nice. Right. But whatever. The fact that it got to that point isn't. You know, on the referees, on the Giants. Uh, and then Gano kicks a field goal that I thought was in, and it was short, which I was kind of shocked at because he's got a leg. He does have a leg. 58 yards. So I was oh, like, oh, yeah, he can make that. So do we have the chance for back to back ties in divisional games? What do you mean? Like for the Giants and Commanders? No. That game's not going to be a tie next game. No. I don't think there's so. Gonna be a, there's going to be a victorious one out of that yeah. one. Yeah. Um, do you think. I wouldn't. No. I wouldn't be surprised. I, be I would. Surprised. I'd be surprised at that. It's a do or die for both, really, in my yeah. opinion. It is because, I mean, the Giants' schedule is down the stretch. It's rough. Yeah, it's very rough, and I'm not sure about the Commander schedule, but I know the Giants' schedule is rough. So you gotta capitalize on that and put the put the Commanders to bed. Or not the bed, but at least have a game on them. Or vice versa. From the One of those teams are going to get put to bed, I think. And it's not going to be a tie. I hope it's the team that wears blue. <sighs> I don't care who it is, honestly. Um, but, well, man, we'll I cannot it. wait for that Sunday night yeah. game, dude. I cannot wait. Um, but, yeah, that, that's pretty much all I have to say. I thought Jones was okay. Oh, this is – I'm sorry. I want to point this out too. This is why I do love PFF and I really hate PFF. I actually saw a stat today that Evan Neal is the second yeah, worst yeah. ranked offensive line – rookie offensive lineman yeah. in the league right now. 
and um, Sunday. He had a great actually. He had a. I want to shout out real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a great game this game. Right. He was unbelievable. He's had a great yeah. game the last couple weeks, yeah. actually. Well, he was he was out. The, this is his first game back. Oh, his first game he back? Was, oh, he, was out, he was out. I thought, last, he, was out, I thought he was in the last no, game. He was, he was back last game. Yeah. Uh, but he was out. Uh, no, he, was, he wasn't back last game. This is his first game back. I thought he was back last game. He was supposed to be, but he, he okay, wasn't. Never mind um, he was out he the last four weeks. No, no. He was out the last four weeks. Okay, never mind. He was out the last four weeks. Okay. I apologize. But that's like, I don't know, eye test-wise. I mean, you know, I love the eye test. Um, I've just seen, you know, progression yeah. as I've yeah. As he's, been, yeah. he's been, he's what, been, what you expect yeah. for a rookie. Yes, in exactly. That and that's, in that situation. and that's all I can ask for Absolutely. a guy. He was terrific. And this was actually his best game. Um, he was really, really good. But, uh, but yeah, like, I just want, like, I, I'm not looking at like, so maybe like wide receiver, I mean, really anybody, but like, for rookies, like there's, I guess maybe different positions factor in here because some develop, like you know, wide receivers. Usually, it's like you know, Olave, Gary Wilson. Like you, you already expect them to be like this, or yeah. like you know, at a certain level where you're like, it's not much of a transition. Like, yes, you should be. They're good. going against top tier college talent. Yeah. you should. You should be good, and like maybe you're not like you know, you're going to get better. But I'm saying you should already be good. A lot of other positions, like. Just show me something, and like I don't care if like a guy that was picked in the fifth round um, looks like Braxton Jones looks like you know he was the number one ranked offensive lineman. I'm like, I mean, personally, I don't even really care about the rankings. But I'm like, just show me that you. It's have gonna be something. different wherever you look, right? Yeah, and and just and, but like also just show me that you like are progressing, and you're you're giving me somewhere. I'm like, that's why you were picked like in the top ten, and like you're gonna you're gonna be just fine. Yes, like, because because again, like I said, is I've seen Andrew Thomas. Like I saw his rookie year, and I see him now. Evan Neal isn't having anywhere close to as bad as Andrew Thomas. It looks like a bust. Year. Yeah, yeah, it looks like a bust. Yeah, he did, and that turned out pretty good. Yeah, and so yeah. like that's why I'm not like with any guy. Like I'll be like, you know what? Give me like I am patient with guys. De- let them develop. Let them, you know refine their techniques, all right. that stuff. And I'm seeing it with Evan Neal. So I'm, I'm very happy with him. Yes. And I'm smitten for Kayvon Thibodeau. I know you are. I know you are. All right. Uh, you got anything left on the Giants, guys? Or you want to move on? Okay. Move on to the Eagles, boys. Taylor Heineke, you got that catch dog the ball. Catch the ball. Yeah, catch, catch, catch the ball. The catch the ball. Taylor Heineke does have that dog in him. He does? Oh, God. That stinks. play, and as mad as I was about it, that throw to Curtis Samuel was a Big time throw. A blind squirrel finds a nut every now and then. Fourth, fourth and four. Game on the line. On the run. Back foot. In the corner. Like right on the sideline. With two guys there. That's a big time throw. Are we done? Yes. Yeah, I'm done. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right. So stop with this Taylor Heineke love. It's just, it's just insane. I hope you guys do. I hope you guys do. <laughs> Where commander just like big, just like a big earmuff. Look at these fucking losers with the Taylor Heineke jersey. <laughs> By the way, I would not want to buy anything that says commanders on it. Maybe yeah. it's just me. I don't know. Sure. Well, what are we doing? I'm sure. For The commanders, thank you for your uh, donation. I'll put a duct tape on the commanders, but I'll leave Heineke. Oh, God. It just angers me, dude. Oh, I mean, God, I get. How right. long before we get to see? I'm getting older. You can't raise my blood high. pressure like yeah, this. Taylor Heineke with the C on it. All right, enough. Yeah. Enough. We move on. All right, let's go to the birds, boys. Yeah. 
All right, guys, so how I like to do this, if you guys have anything or any input to say, please feel free to interrupt, as I love hearing you guys' input and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, Coach Speak, we're going to start with injuries first, because that's how I like to do it. Uh, Robert Quinn was a uh, surprise um, uh, out designation on uh, Friday uh, with a knee injury. I thought this was kind of like the Eagles, like because he didn't get a bye week when he got traded, right? Because uh, Chicago's on a bye week this week, so he was kind of like thrown into like the Eagles because they played Monday night against the Patriots. He would trade on like uh, Thursday, I think, or something like that, and then he was kind of like thrown in. So I think this, I thought this was kind of like a resting period for like Robert Quinn because uh, let's just be honest, he's given us zero, like absolutely zero. He's not been good, um, but he does. He did uh, actually have a knee scope today, and he's out for the next four games. He's uh, designated to be back week eighteen, which is. That's fine. Playoff, I'm cool with it. Have the playoffs. And I'll get into it a little bit more on why I'm cool with it. Um, I know that does hurt our depth a little bit, but it's okay. I mean, you know, let him get it. And then I know he's having a back issue too as well. So let him heal up for the next four games. And honestly, at this point. So don't even let him play week 18. No, no, no. I, I, no I anticipate us sitting our starters that game. That's what Which I anticipate. I very much hope so. Yes, I anticipate us doing that. Um, so. Anyway, um, hopefully he gets healed up well. And if he gets a sack in the playoffs, I consider that a, a positive trade, to be honest with you, just to make an impact. That's all I want. Um, Kaiser White went down this game, uh, had a knee injury. He's uh, supposedly fine from Sirianni, nothing serious. Nicobe Dean did step in at his presence, and uh, Nicobe Dean led the team in tackles with six and a tackle for loss, which was just impressive. He was, he was a monster. He game. was. He was awesome. I, I really liked watching him play because he just is such a smart football player, and he just has a knack for, like, the game of football. So, um, love watching him play. Um, he really does look small out there, too. He like, does and, look very small. And I, and I said, too, like, I do not care. Like, yeah, no. He's got that skill But I was, like, I was like, man, like, yeah, like, because when that was, like, a thing in the draft where I was like, and, like, he was always a smaller guy, like, at Georgia. Like, you noticed it there, too. But I was like, I mean, like, is he really, like, you know, that's why I'm like, he, he looked like Boston Scott. Yeah. Guys. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, wow, he really is that small. But, I mean, I don't care at all. Yeah, but nobody's breaking away from him. Yeah. He's yeah. wrapping everybody up and everything. Yeah. Um, so, uh, another injury was Quez Watkins has an AC joint sprain. Um, he landed on his arm, I think, um, he was making some good plays. Yeah, too. he was at the end of the third quarter. Um, supposedly he's going to be fine. Um, just going back to injuries, uh, Odell had this actually with the Giants um, yep. at some point. Um, he did play the next week. It's probably all about pain moderation. Yes, I believe Justin Fields has the same injury. He does. He does. A um, little different. You are throwing with your arm and stuff yes. like that. So obviously, um, but. I do expect him to play. Um, I hope he does play because we are pretty thin at wide receiver yeah. at that point because it's just A.J. Devontae and Zach Paschal at that point. So He's been pretty quiet thus uh, far. Zach? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's not – I mean, really... he, he's the fourth guy, yeah. so, like, you're not expecting – like, I thought they would kind of move the ball around a little bit more. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're 11-1. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. But, no, no I agree with you too yeah, as well. Yeah. I thought he'd be more involved like the starting slot guy um, and get a lot of uh, – a decent amount of looks during the game and everything, but he really hasn't too much. But, but he's a guy that okay. can fill in if need be. Yeah. All right, so to the game, um, I could laud about how well the Eagles played because they did play very well, but I'm going to start with the negatives first because that's fun, right? Yeah. Um, 
the few negatives that I can say about this game is the pre-snap penalties to start the, penalty, the game. The penalties were brutal. I think every offensive lineman had their turn. Mylotta. Mylotta had a bad one. Lane Johnson never does, and he did. Kelsey even had one. Uh, Sigma, I think pretty much everyone yeah. on the offensive line had one. And I believe they ended the game with 12 penalties. And you can't have that for obvious reasons. Um, that could just really ruin momentum and just stunt drives, which, you know, they did overcome – you know, the penalties in the first drive of the game because they did have the uh, touchdown pass to uh, Devontae Smith to open up the game. Um, one thing I did notice was Britton Covey. Actually, Jesus oh, Christ. We were, we were going like, does this guy just gain 30 yards on every punt return? He's like, good. ever. He's good. See? That's what I get to because he's not good. He's good. He averages like 10 yards of punt return, if that, before this game. He was not good the whole the whole year he's at all. Good. All right. Well, I he test, was he was he was phenomenal. Oh yeah. Okay. I know exactly. That, but that's what I was gonna say. Like this was his coming out game as a punt returner. He looked really good. Um, but the entire season he looked like he got hit by a Mack truck every time because he's so small and everything. And he was just he gave you nothing in the return. You know what game. the sick thing is though? In this day and age, like I'll take ten yards on a, on a punt yeah. return. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Because uh, it, it, it's a different. You're not watching Eagles games. I'm. I'm just. I, 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 I'm not. I'm not saying much yeah. onto that. I'm just saying like. You're not watching Eagles games. Punt, punt yes, return. Tom. Tom. Punt, punt returns. I'm just like, for the love of God, just please avoid blocking a back and a hold where you push us back another ten. See, yards. but that could like spark like an offense. Like a I spark agree. A team I agree. Like I that, agree. You know? But about like seventy to do it. About seventy like, percent of the times, there's a penalty. Okay, and that drives me crazy. That's so I'm fair. like, I'm like ten yards. I'm like, no penalties. Okay, yes, ten yards, ten yards. I'm not, I'm not gonna bash him too much because yeah. he did have a great game as a punt returner this game. But one thing I did notice, they did have Boston Scott returning kicks in this game, and that was not always the case actually. So I do like having the running back return kicks and stuff because I think like having like the running back like background with the ball carrier vision and stuff like that does give you a lot in the return game and stuff. So that's something to monitor going forward. Um, I thought, uh, which McCall, um, yeah. So which McCall, they did overcome the penalties in the first drive of the game. They had the Monte Smith pass, which was just a gorgeous throw from Jalen hurts. Yeah. Um, Hassan Reddick on the ensuing drive. He was just in the face of, of uh, which McCall, what the hell's his name? Ryan Tanhill the entire freaking time. And by the way, nice stat, actually, this is the first game in a couple years where Derek Henry did not have one broken tackle. The Eagles just wrapped him up any time they had a chance. It doesn't to Derrick Henry, though, which is my point. That the Eagles would – and this is the difference in, like, the Eagles defense that I've seen, like, throughout the last couple games to, to, like, to Sunday was they were just swarming around the ball the entire time. Like, there was just, like, a bunch of Eagles around the ball every time, which is what I love seeing because you see stuff like that with, like, the Ravens defense or something like that, for example. You just see them just swarming the ball. So, love seeing that. Um, the entire defensive line, I thought, was just unbelievably yeah. fantastic. Like, from edge rushers to defensive tackles. I think this game was Josh Sweat's best game as a pro. Um, he was in the backfield, like, a bunch of times. Um, I think he had, like, seven pressures in the game. And two sacks, four tackles. And him and Hassan Reddick would look, just looked like they were just like, hey, let's meet at the quarterback type of thing. And it was just awesome to see. Um 
You did bring up that Quez had a really uh, good game, too, yeah. as well. And I love what they did with him, too, as well, because he's got a lot of speed. So they tried to get him on the end around and all that kind of yeah. stuff, jet sweeps and stuff, get him in open space. I like that. Um, so I like seeing that, too, as well. Um, Jalen, I'm so impressed. Okay, I was going to say, we're going to talk about my boy. Yeah, no, I, I want to get into the other stuff first, too, as okay. well, because this was just a total team freaking effort. Like, Hulk. All right, let's just get into it. All right, good. Whatever. Jalen Hurts is a top five quarterback right now. Well, I was going to talk about AJ Brown, but we'll talk about this too. Want to <laughs> oh, okay, all right. So I'll take my Jalen. All right. Anyway, so Jalen Hurts, AJ, I, I love Jalen. AJ Mundell. This this jump that Jalen has made in a quarterback is Josh Allen esque. A hundred percent. You agree? Diff, a different a different style of different it. style different style say, of it. I would say Josh Allen's rookie year was a lot worse than Jalen Hurts' rookie year. Okay, that's fair. Okay, that that okay. increases the jump. Yeah, um, I agree. Expectations though were also way different because Josh Allen was oh this this guy like look at him like but and Jalen was always like everyone scratching their heads at why because people were talking since Jalen's sophomore year people were like. Yeah, he's not built for the NFL. Like people were, I heard that the entire time. I didn't didn't even think it to be honest. They were writing him off at Alabama when they were getting to national titles. They were writing him off, and then even when he went to Lincoln Riley, where you know he balled out like everyone does. Still, ah, no, he's not. He's not NFL. He's he's a Tim Tebow. Like you know what? And you know what impresses me the most about that? He doesn't give a shit. No, he he is like the the like. Just the leadership and just the hard-headedness that he has just to just be focused on just winning. As it stands right now, he is my MVP favorite. He's got to be. He, 68% completion rate. Patty's at 65. Patty's at about 3,800 passing yards. Jalen's at 2,900. Patty's got 30 touchdowns to eight interceptions. Jalen's got 20 to three interceptions. Jalen's got 610 rushing yards and nine touchdowns. Patty's got 283 and two touchdowns. So stat-wise, they're like they're right there. Yeah. And it's tough to compare rosters because I feel like they're both very even rosters. Yeah. Um, especially offensively. I mean, I think. You know, I think the Eagles have better weapons. Um, I would give the Eagles the advantage. Offense. Yeah, I would too. I, I would too. The tr- uh, it, but you have Andy, you know, of course, the Eagles and Biennemi and stuff. And Sirianni's great, but um, Sirianni, I mean, he's been just he's in he's in it for coach of the year. He's like he's the mold of what every Philly fan oh, wants yeah. their coach to couple, be. At the Colts, at the Colts game, like, like that was for Frank Reich. Like, yeah, dude, yeah, man. Like, he's just so like, he's, he's like the most, uh, like not Philly, but Philly guy I've ever seen. Yeah. You know, cause like they, like, they embrace, I love, I love the, the attitude and like the, like getting in one of the fans, like, let's go. Yeah. Um, dude. Like, I was like, that's amazing. Like, that's what you want. And, and there's people like, oh yeah, cl- like typical classy, like eagle, like Philly. I mean, like, shut up. This is fun. I like, know. This like, is yeah, fun. This is up, why dude, we like, watch it. Like, yeah, it's fun entertainment. Okay? Really, really. Like, and I hate the Eagles. This is fun. Yeah. Like, I enjoy this. Yeah, and I love just the just the overall morale of the team and stuff like that because you could tell like this team wanted this game for AJ. Like they really did. Like just 
Boy, did AJ get it. I know he did. I mean, let's you know what? Let's get into that too as well. Um, because that's your boy. Uh, so it's your boy. So the catch that he made in the corner of the end zone with 0.6 yards of separation on Avery was one of the bet one of the better he catches. On the guy's yeah, he yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. What is like I know it's not the most stylish one-handed grab you'll ever see and stuff like that. It's not one of those like beautiful catches and stuff. But it was impressive from an aspect to the concentration and just the having the quarterback draped all over you. And yeah. you know, sometimes just, those are more impressive. Let's give credit to Jalen. Yeah. Elite Put ball right placement. There. Elite ball placement. Like just the entire game. Like, and this is just the Jalen I've been seeing for Even, 12 weeks now. And I've been reluctant to like, you know, I've been like, okay, the Eagles are good and stuff like that. But let's just let's just wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's wait and see. Let's wait and see. I think I'm there. Yeah. I, I, Even the touchdown that got called back to AJ, like next play, and it was the next play. Yeah. But 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 the throw was great. It was almost a great catch. It's literally toe, like yeah. it was almost great. Like when you put it in a position where only he can make the catch, touchdown, blah blah blah. Still very very impressive. But yeah, I mean. What a difference AJ Brown has made, and that's what guys team. need, man. One hundred percent. That's what I say. Like, yeah. you know, these quarterbacks, like, you know, let them sink or swim, but give them all the opportunity to swim. Like, yes. give them, you know, the kickboards, whatever. Like AJ Brown has done so much for this offense that dude and yes. i think he's only gotten better too yeah like and i like i love it because like i am a aj brown from day one guy yes drafting my dynasty league i said that draft i was like best receiver in the draft and it's not close I, it, over dk like everyone's goo goo gaga about dk and his and dk's great DK but, right now. but dk this shredded monster i'm like that's all fun and good, but AJ is by far the most talented receiver in this draft, and he is showing it. And that's what, like, I just, oh, he's awesome. I know Sunday's the biggest AJ Brown fan, right? Sunday. My only issue an injury with the Eagles. No, my only issue with the Eagles, and I'm being selfish. Just get Devontae Smith the ball more in the red zone. He had over 100 yards. Okay, I wanted like two more touchdowns. He had one. Because he, ha- he has Devontae. He has Devontae. He's selfish. Yeah, all right. I feel you. But but here but here's the thing, too. With Devontae, yeah. Devontae is quietly having a really good year. 61 catches, 711 yards, four touchdowns. I told touchdowns. you guys, he'll end up over 1,000. I, I agree he'll with you. I, he, he didn't. Yeah. I agreed with you. Yes. You did I not. That. Yes, you did. Yeah, you, you said, said he You was. said he's been having a quiet down year, and I was like, this is a guy you he'll be quiet for a couple games and stuff like that, but then you'll look back on the season and he'll have over 1,000 yards. Yeah. Agreed to disagree. We have to roll back the tape. You didn't say it on here. You I, said it out there. We have to roll back the tape. There's no tape on it. Exactly. Well, oh, wait, so are you saying that he'll have over 1,000 yards? I think he'll have. He has 7 right now. Five games left? Yes. Yes. Give me the 12. 1,200? 1,200. Yeah, you ain't going to 1,200. Seven yeah, touchdowns. 11, 1,087. Seven touchdowns is reasonable. Yeah. But... Was he at now? Four. I mean, it, it's not I like. I can see seven. Yeah, yeah, I can see seven. Yeah. Yeah. I can again, see another. Again, I said it initially. I'm being selfish. Yeah. If you have 1,200, seven touchdowns. If you have two receivers that are over 1,000 yards, like. Yeah. You're feeling good. They would have had three people with Dallas Goddard if he didn't get hurt. 
I think Dallas would have been over a thousand too. He would have been closer. He would have been closer. Maybe not hundred. Eight nine. Yeah, eight not hundred, but close enough. Well, I mean, you're still for a tight end. You're still tight. I feel like he could have gotten the like double digit. Yeah, maybe five, five, five forty four, three tubs. Okay, so he's been out for three games. So yeah. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, he probably yeah. could have got to at least close to a thousand. Yeah, like eight hundred. He's definitely doing eight hundred. Thank you. Let's transition. Actually, I was very impressed with how the tight ends got involved in this game too, as well. Both what tight ends. Did I tell you? Both, I know you did. I know. Um, I was really excited, like not excited to see Dallas Goddard go down, but see these guys get the opportunity. And they did. I mean, they had like four catches. Three for 41 for Jack Stoll. Yeah. One for 19 for Grant. Yeah. And they made right. big time catches too as well. The Grant, the Grant Cowboys yeah. one. That got him in the third and one. That and, was awesome. And, and Jack Stoll like did exactly what I say. He's yeah. not going to, you know, break free. Yeah. He's not Don't need that. Get the Just catch the ball. Yep. Possession. Absolutely. Just catch the ball move the chains. I was like, very, I'm very happy with them getting involved. Jason Witten. We're going to need it. Jason witten <laughs> We're going to need it for one more game against the Giants because I think the Giants have a really tough time against tight ends. Is that, is that true? Yeah, I mean. Dalton Schultz put up two tugs against them. They're going to have. They like, don't have a Dalton Schultz on the roster, obviously, because Dalton Schultz is a good tight end. They They are going to have a tough time for, like, as long as McKinney and, uh, I mean, it all depends on where they have Julian Love lined up because he's been playing at a very high level, and if they have him on the tight ends, but like I don't think they're going to have him on Jack Stoll. No, why? There. No reason. So they'll probably be able to like again get some chunk yard catches and fall down. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah You'll give that up as long as you're not doing their the secondary. The their secondary is a, a problem. Yeah, right? they're going to more concentrate not giving you over the top to AJ. I think that's what they're going to try and do. Um, okay, let me go back to this actually too. Um, I thought this was one of Fletcher Cox's best games, too, as well. He was a monster in the middle of his defense, just running over guards like he used to. And also, I like the one play he had, too, as well. Ryan Tannehill was, like, rolling out to the right, and he was going to run for the first step, but Fletch took a really good angle on him and tackled the bottom line of scrimmage on the sideline and got a sack on the play. So, like seeing Fletch turn on the Jets. And also, I know we've said this a lot of times covering Eagles games, but James Bradbury, man. He's, he's probably one of the smartest cornerbacks like in the league, honestly. Um, he read a screenplay, almost got the pick on the play too as well. But And just the pass deflection that he makes, he just drapes over receivers and everything in such a perfection type of way. I love having him. Um, I think he really – He's a difference maker. He really played his way. He, he played his way, unfortunately, out of a contract with the Eagles because the Eagles aren't going to be able to ante up that money because he's a really good corner. But Hey, you want a Super Bowl, who cares? Yeah, that's true. Um, oh, Connor's guy. I'm really excited. I'm really happy with Kenny G's game. I thought Kenny Gainwell had a really good game, um, just catching out of the backfield and also running the ball too as well. This was a coming out game for Kenny G too as well. I'm really happy with what I saw from him. Uh, um, Blankenship, actually, the safety who took over for uh, Chauncey Garner-Johnson, was the highest-graded player on the Eagles roster this weekend. Really? Yes, he was. His coverage grade was like an 86.2, according to Pro Football Focus, which is just really good. Um, and I think he does a good job of just, you know, being in there and just throwing his body out there and tackling people, yeah. which is what I love to see from a safety too as well. And also Marcus Epps. 
is actually really good at defending the run. He took Derrick Henry down quite a few times too, as well, just on his own. Henry, just which is what I love to say. Anything going? Yeah, no. The Eagles really stepped up to the plate. They knew what they had coming at them, and they knew they were going to try and get Henry involved, and they couldn't get anything going with them. I think 11 carries, 31 yards, something like that, something small. So I will say one of the things that hurt the Titans was Traylon Burks. Traylon Burks, yes, hurt like yes, that. yeah. Definitely throws a wrench in your offense. Yes, I'm glad you mentioned that too as well because you saw their game plan from the start. They wanted to line up Traylon Burks in the slot and take advantage of Josiah Scott, and they did that with that play with the mm-hmm. touchdown. They got the touchdown over Josiah Scott, but. They couldn't do it anymore because, for obvious reasons, concussion. I thought that that was one of the most impressive catches Absolutely. I've seen because I thought he might have been dead. Yeah, like he got smacked. I, I was like, and I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Because I'm he, like, he was literally saying, "How does he go dead fish and still hold on to the ball?" Yeah, like, I was, I was, I was in shock. I was like, "No, this ball must have come out." Like, there's no yeah. way. I'm like, I'm like looking at the. He held on to the ball. I was like, "How did that? How did I'm that?" Happen? I was in the stands, and we were all shocked. He held on to the ball. Yeah, we I were all like, we were all I, It looked like he got assassinated. Yes. Like, and very happy to see him walk goal. off the field. Oh like, yeah, very happy did to they, see him do did that. They give him like allergy treatment? No, they don't no. do that. No, no, they don't. Do At that. least he got a win of respect. So absolutely. What is ninety four? It doesn't matter. Well, Mike Leverett sucks. Anyway, um, so – oh, I like the play call at the end of the half. It didn't result in the touchdown, by the way. I don't know if you guys saw it, by the way. It was a screen pass to Devontae Smith, and they got about, like, 40 yards on the play. Uh, got yeah, close to breaking happy. it. I was happy about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Showing you, nuts about it. I know. I they got close to breaking that. I love that play call. They're not trying to bomb an out or anything like that. They're just trying to throw a screen pass and see what they get. Just smart play calling, which I like that. Because if it works great, if it doesn't, hey, it's okay. We're up 21-10, right? So, whatever. Um, which – Catch by Devontae Smith against Avery. We talked about that. Talk about Reddick and Sweat. Uh, great tandem, which is what I want to dive into just for a second with Robert Quinn going out. Um, what they get from Reddick and Sweat on passing or passing downs is just fantastic. Um, Reddick has been just a force. I think he's about eight sacks on a year or something like that. But his pressures are through the roof. I think he has like 30 pressures. Um, he's, he's, been, he's been awesome. But, um, and I'm really glad to see that because I was a little worried about signing him because he's had like one good year in like Carolina and everything like that, but he really grew into his own. Um, shut down Henry. Nicobe Dean I talked about, stole Calcaterra. Uh, really happy with that get from Sue and Joseph too, by the way, continuing to get from them and stopping the run yep. and everything like that. Uh, more than what you could ask for. I would actually look to probably bring back one of them, to be honest with well, you. Well, you can see yeah. in the last three weeks that their run stuffing has been – a whole lot better. Absolutely. And they got a few more up on the board. You know, you got uh, what, Saquon Barkley next week. And then the week after that, I'm trying to think who they got. Bears. And and then Cowboys on Christmas Eve, which is if the Eagles win the next two, it might not be that big of a game, honestly. Because then they got. For us, it will be for seeding purposes. Yeah. No, you're still going to have the top wild card spot. You never know. Anything, if you win the next two, what do you have, Jacksonville, and then you got who? No, Houston and then Jacksonville. Oh, Houston and then Jacksonville. Okay. I mean, come on. You never know. Jacksonville. Could and then you got – and don't count out the commanders are going against you guys. And then you got – who else? You, who do you have after that? I'm not worried about the commanders. Hey, Taylor Heineken, it's your guy. Uh, Taylor Heineken, put your money where your mouth is. Get nervous. I'm not worried. 
Okay. I'd pick, I, I'd pick it's the in Cowboys, Washington. but I I wouldn't be in like Washington, where we own them. Yeah, I okay. still wouldn't be we're not like, worried. When it comes to Washington, we're like Aaron Rodgers versus the Bears. In Washington. Yeah, but like you don't have Aaron Rodgers. So. Whatever. We'll get it. We'll, we'll we'll get into that when the time comes, right? All right, guys. That's all I got on the birds. Great win. Um yeah. They they completely beat the shit. Out of the Titans the entire game, which is what I love to see. Care much, please. Don't care. Go birds. Fly goes fly. All right. So with that said, I think we should kill this episode here, and then we'll make a new one, and then we'll go on with the recap of the week yeah. uh, 13, 13 games yes. and stuff like that. And then we'll get into our picks, yep. which we all love doing. All right, guys. So with that said, I'm going to say peace. Peace.